At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. All right, welcome back to it, ladies and gentlemen. It is a Live Bet Sunday presented by Bet MGM here on VSEN, the sports betting network. I'm Danny Burke, live out of the Windy City, but of course, we're joined by the dynamic duo out in Sin City, Ben Wilson and Jeff Parles. We're going to keep the combo going here in the National Football League. Fellas, uh, we got to get into the AFC North here. I think this is one of the more fascinating divisions, and it typically is based just on how the competition is kind of ramped up season after season. But naturally, this year is a little bit different with some storylines getting involved. And we'll get to those in just a second. But let's start with the team that is the short shot, the Baltimore Ravens, right? about plus 145 to win the division at BetMGM. I personally am involved with Baltimore in two different ways. The day after this previous Super Bowl, I bet three teams and the Ravens were one of them. And I got them, I think, at about 22 to 1, if not 20 to 1, right around that realm. And you could still get them in that same vicinity. But look, this team dealt with incredible amounts of adversity last season, and they kind of got screwed by missing some two-point conversions. But look, the not the most difficult schedule. The division may be a little bit weaker. So I took the flyer on that, assuming the odds would decrease and I could have some good value on that number. And also what I did, Jeff, I did over nine and a half wins. I would be a little bit more surprised if this Baltimore team can't find a way to get double digit wins. I did have to lay a little bit, so it's not the best angle in terms of price, but I really think this Baltimore team should at least be getting to 10 wins this season. Well, you're now looking at 10 and a half at BetMGM with juice on the under, which feels about right. Danny, you mentioned it. The schedule is weaker. Why is it weaker? They finished in last place. So they have the great benefit of getting that last place schedule, which let's face it, Baltimore hasn't seen that in almost a decade. Yeah. So they, they are, they should be able to take full advantage of a last place schedule where really the second best team in this division is Cincinnati. And they have to play a first place schedule after <laughs> playing a first place schedule in, in almost seven years now. So I, I I'm with you. I, I wouldn't hop in right now at plus plus one forty five. You just lost a little too much value for me to bet them now to win the AFC North. If you got them before, really in, in April, when these numbers came out, they were over $2 at plus 220 plus 210. If you did that, you did a phenomenal job. Uh, if you can find an over nine and a half with juice, I think that's good. I probably wouldn't go with the over 10 and a half, but this team was eight and three in the number one seed through 12 weeks last year. 
and then the injuries just became too much. Uh, I, I think Baltimore is the team that wins this division. They're definitely a playoff team, Ben. Uh, and it really is in due part because they have a great defense again that's healthy. They have an offensive line that's healthy. Oh, and that Lamar Jackson guy, if he can stay healthy, he's a top five quarterback in this league. Or so I or so I've heard too. And especially now that we think uh, playing on you know playing out the rookie deal here for Lamar. Again, I'm not one to go down narrative street with this, and, and it, uh, but a lot of these things do make sense. You combine the last play schedule, along with, too, having one of the top three head coaches in the league in John Harbaugh, with a presumed return to normalcy, at least with injury luck when you get so battered a season ago, combined with a QB, obviously playing with a lot of motivation and, and, and a lot on the line this year in the final year of a rookie deal. I still want to see what we get early out of Ronnie Stanley, where it's, it's amazing how, and we had this conversation uh, when Tyron Smith went down for Dallas, and, and just how big of a loss he he was even though people think all right sure left tackle blindside anchor but there's still four other offensive linemen but without Stanley you know played less than uh, 480 snaps now over the last two years I mean that old line was so brutally bad and even and there's a kind of a misconception I think that we think because Lamar Jackson is this really elite running quarterback that the line doesn't matter all that much especially on design runs for Lamar or design pass plays where you can just scramble out of trouble I mean the guy took still was nearly one of the league leaders in sacks taken a season ago and is someone, too, who had, I mean, he had uh, pressure two and a half seconds or less at the league's highest rate a season ago. So that, to me, is still a big question mark that they'll have to answer because of the fact that it's a pretty weak receiving core. You'll, you'll see a lot of heavy sets, a lot of relying on the Mark Andrews of the world, the Patrick Ricards of the world from the tight end and fullback perspective. So there's still a ways to go, I, I still believe, for them. But it's one of those things where you might see it take some time to manifest. But by the end of the year, it, this could almost be like an opposite uh, setup of last year where you see it maybe a little bit slow out of the gates, even though I know they get the Jets to, to open the year and it's Dolphins, Patriots, weeks two and three. But this does appear to me, guys, to be a team that is built to succeed once you get to January. And that's not something you could have said, especially last year, where you saw how many injuries piled up on them and how ugly it got so quickly. All right, fellas. So we're feeling pretty good about Baltimore going into this season. What's our temperature on Cincinnati? They're plus 175. And look, a team that makes it to the Super Bowl, whether you win or lose, a championship hangover is always a factor, something you always have to consider, and especially more so with the team that loses. But this is one of the more unique cases considering the low amount of expectations everybody pretty much had for Cincinnati going into last year, and then they completely exceeded that. And yeah, they lose in the Super Bowl. They probably shouldn't have been there in the first place, again, based on what we thought. And then this offseason, they really had some nice additions. So is this a team that will suffer from that Super Bowl hangover, Jeff? Or did they do enough in the offseason? And is there still maybe enough concerns with Baltimore that would give you a little bit of hope for Cincinnati here in the division? Or maybe you're more interested in their win total at nine in the hook. Don't be surprised if this division ends up coming down to that Week 18 game between Cincinnati and Baltimore, guys. That's that's really when I was going through everything, trying to figure out if it was worth betting, who, who to bet in the AFC North market if there was anything. That's what I was looking for. For Cincinnati, their offensive line is so much better than it was a year ago. They made the Super Bowl. Heck, they almost won the Super Bowl with a bottom five unit at the offensive line positions. And they went out. They, they get Kappa. They get Collins. Uh, they get Karras. That's three guys who are legitimate starters on that line. Now, you still have questions at left guard. Uh, Volson looks like he's going to be the week one starter. Still questions there. Uh, they tried Adenajay and they tried Carmen last year through the postseason. But that offensive line is significantly improved. Now, the big problem for Cincinnati is you look at that schedule, you get a first-place schedule. It's very different for a team that isn't used to to being at the top of the division, playing a harder schedule as opposed to playing a third or a fourth place schedule for years now. I think Cincinnati's a 10-win team. I think they end up about the same as what they were in the regular season last year. They overachieved in the regular season. They clearly overachieved in the postseason. Uh, but they are a playoff team to me. They they are one of the seven best teams in the AFC. Again, they will be there. I have them finishing second behind Baltimore. Uh, but, but in the end, they are still in the playoffs. And as they proved last year, Ben – just have to make the tournament. Yeah, and look, I think the 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 larger takeaway from this division is unless you're, you know, unless you are this a uh, brilliant guy like one Danny Burke, you're getting in on Baltimore very very early <laughs> when the market clearly had mispriced that division because of the the uncertainty around Deshaun Watson. Unless you got in early when you could add uh, in that two two and a half range on the division price, obviously now the plus one forty short shot. Unless you're holding one of those early tickets, I don't see much uh, value in a division that I'm I'm pretty high on uh, Cleveland. Which I know I know we'll get to. I think the the market's almost gone too far the other way on them at, at this point with how 
elite of a roster they still do have in so many other areas. And, and we can't count out Pittsburgh either solely based on the infrastructure they have in that organization, having never had a losing season under Mike Tomlin. But with, with I, what I still come back to is I'm, I feel pretty high on Cincinnati, Cleveland, and uh, Baltimore in those respective senses. And when you look at a guy like A, Joe Burrow, who is second in uh, expected points added per drop back when he had at least two and a half seconds to throw, kind of a big deal if you're able to actually get him now an improved offensive line, which should have been uh, the resource A, B, and C that they at least used. And that's pretty much what they did is Jeff just rattled through those guys. And then you have Joe Mixon, who despite playing, uh, playing behind a pretty Patrick O-line as well, over an 82 PFF rushing grade, highest of his career last season. He was on the field for nearly 900 snaps. So when you have an elite running back like that as well, who's able to get so much out of really limited resources in front of him. Yeah, to me, this Cincinnati team, at least on paper, they're, they're going to be right in the mix for this division. I do see this North kind of turning in a little bit to what we all figure the AFC West is going to be. Guys, where you, you see a lot, of, a lot of beating of the other teams up within that division itself. And I don't see a whole lot separating a lot of these teams, especially those top three uh, that we're seeing at least right now in the market. Well, Ben, it seems like you have some high praise or at least high enough for this Cleveland Browns team, despite all the adversity they're going to be going through and not being a fan favorite team. But we don't care what the fans think. We care what we all presume is going to happen from the betting perspective. Plus 375 to win the division. Win total, it was anywhere from eight and a half to nine and a half. Nine in the hook was the early number. Then when the Watson news came out, eight and a half seemed to be the public spot. But why are you feeling pretty good about this Browns team, despite no Deshaun Watson? Look, it's funny, Danny, if had Watson been there to start the season, this team would have been tremendously overvalued. I would have felt like because of the fact that it's a quarterback who hadn't played an entire season and was in a, you know, an absolutely brand new system, just kind of assuming he was going to take the reins and turn this into somewhat of an air raid offense. But let's keep in mind, I, I still believe if they just shut down Baker Mayfield a season ago, don't let him try to play hero ball. That's a team that makes the postseason. You have arguably the best offensive line in football either one or number two, depending on who you prefer between Cleveland or Philadelphia, you pretty clearly have the best running back tandem one, two in the league. You have really solid above average play. If, if you look at pretty much every single unit front seven defensive backfield as well to make this a team that should be competing for a division crown. And so to me, when you, you look at, you know, Jacoby Brissett, who is a completely fine serviceable fill in. And there's a reason why Cleveland was not more aggressive, trying to go out and trade for a Jimmy Garoppolo. They'll be just fine with the guys that they have. And they were fine in the spots where they actually trusted Case Keenum just to run the offense a season ago and play that team to its strengths. And that, to me, is why you see this massive shift in the odds. Cleveland never should have been as high of a favorite as they were to begin with. And they probably shouldn't be this far down on the board. It's a you know, four to one to win the division. Guys, that's insane to me. And we're, it shows how even though quarterbacks are the most valuable position and singular entity in the National Football League, you can also have the market overreact in certain situations. And I, and I definitely think that has happened when we see how things have just uh, pinballed back and forth with everything going on with Deshaun. 11 games yeah, really quick. Yeah, go ahead. Do yeah, you do I, that I'll, I'll be I'll be quick, Danny. 11 games without Deshaun Watson. If they go six and five, they're going to make the playoffs. If they go worse than that, I don't think they're making it five and six outside shot. But I think Brissett's a bottom five starter at this point of the 32 that will be out there in week one, four and seven. Wouldn't even shock me if they're as bad as three and eight by the time Watson is back. They're not running the table with him. So I, I think Cleveland's a missed uh, a missed playoff bet, but you probably missed the boat on that because the numbers just aren't good enough. All right, we'll talk more NFL coming next here on Live Bet Sunday. One more team of the AFC North, and then some player awards coming next here on Visa. At Bet three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play this is live bet sunday on vsan the sports betting network time to download nevada's premier sports betting app it's BetMGM sports BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting boosted odds specials and plenty more download the BetMGM app today and stop by any mgm casino on the strip with your state issued id to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada, whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. You must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Let's kick it to Chicago, our guy Danny Burke. Yes, sir. Thank you, Jeff. Welcome back to it, folks. It is Beeson's Live Bet Sunday. And man, we've got still plenty to go through here on the program. Of course, that was Jeff Parles. I'm Danny Burke. We also got Ben Wilson live out of the Circus Studios. And we were having a great conversation about the AFC North, but we still got one more team to get into, fellas, and a team that has a guy near and dear to my heart, Mitch Trubisky, folks. Uh, apparently, yes. they're going to be rolling with Mitchie Trubisky. The Steelers win total at seven in the hook at BetMGM, over minus 105, under minus 115. If you think they make the postseason, the yes is about three to one. And if you really want to be adventurous, nine to one to win the division. But look, guys, uh, I've done the Mitch Trubisky experience. I get Tomlin has never had a losing record. This will probably be the year where that comes to fruition. Unless you switch it to Kenny Pickett and the dude is the truth. I just will not be trusting the Steelers team whatsoever. I get the defense has some strong pieces and he got some good weapons with the receiving core. But man, I mean, I'm telling you, I've seen it happen. People still have hope for him because they want to put all the blame on Nagy. It a lot of it. Yes. Attributed to Nagy. But why can't we just all accept Trubisky's just not as good as where he was drafted at Jeff. Well, I mean, I don't think anyone's arguing that, but Danny, the guy's a winner. Come on now. He's finished over 500 every single, every single year. He's been in the playoffs two times. Come on. The guy's yeah, a winner. Yeah, the defense didn't carry him or anything. <laughs> but uh, in all seriousness, though, with, with Trubisky, I, I really do think, though, Danny, you, you're in a scenario where the Steelers' offensive line is horrible. We're not entirely sure what the injury to Najee Harris is dealing with. Right now, we expect them to be ready a week from today. They have three. If if Pickens is healthy and looks like he has in the preseason, you have three wide receivers that are actually quite good. And a tight end who's reliable and free of So I'm curious if Trubisky, what does Trubisky have to be for this team to make, to be in the playoff chase? Does he have to be top 20 good? Does he have to be above league average good? If he has to be above league average good, Pittsburgh's going to not make make the playoffs. They're probably going to go under that win total. At seven and a half. If he has to be top 20 good, though, Pittsburgh could be a team that is one of those teams where, again, they're a six and a half point underdog week one against Cincinnati. Remember last year, they're six and a half point underdog on the road at Buffalo last year with Ben Roethlisberger's corpse, and they still won that game in Western New York against an eventual high end playoff team. So, I, look, I think Pittsburgh's defense could carry the day. They could very easily go over to seven and a half because their defense is great and Trubisky doesn't have to do too much and he just doesn't turn the ball over. Or Pittsburgh's defense takes a big step back because of questions at linebacker and at corner. And you're looking at a six and 11 team, Ben, and this is finally the team the team that sends Tomlin under the Mendoza line. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, well, look, it's not even about, uh, to me, Danny, uh, quarterback. And I, we don't need to belabor the point on Mitchell Trubisky, but let's let's be honest. What was Ben Roethlisberger? I mean, if you actually <laughs> look at the advanced numbers, it was I mean, that was one of the worst quarterback situations in the league last year. Not only was he aging and had nothing left being able to throw the ball, but you bring in a new offensive coordinator in Matt Canada who, who preached this new wave pre-snap motion using a lot of play action. And Ben Roethlisberger was like, you know what? I'm good. I'm going to sit back in the shotgun. I'm going to get the ball out in 2.2 seconds every single time because I know I can't get hit anymore and I know I have nothing in front of me with the offensive line. And so they, there was pretty obviously a disconnect there between what their new OC who was brought in to do specifically to try and reshape that offense into a more 2021 or 2022 type offense and what they were getting from the quarterback. I would actually be a lot higher on this team if it wasn't for, as Jeff pointed out, an O-line that was that was really miserable a season ago. And a lot of those warts were covered up by the fact that Roethlisberger could not wait to get the football out of his hands as soon as he took a snap a season ago. So you add in the fact that like a guy like Harris, you know, he only back in the league to play over 70% of, of his team's offensive snaps. I mean, the guy was at 83% a year ago. They relied on him so much to, again, you're, you're talking about an offense trying to cover up warts all over the place. So assuming he's back to full health, as Jeff said, receiving core is pretty solid defensively could be better, but this is still a, a group that profiles as a top 10 front seven in general defensive backfield is obviously weak, but they've been able to make up for that with really, really good pressure rates here consistently over the last couple of years. So again, if, if the offensive line, if they're able to find a way to shore that up early and they actually do allow themselves to buy into Matt Canada's new system there and you have a healthy season out of Harris. Yeah, I could see more of like a 500 year because they got nothing out of Roethlisberger last year and they were still basically 500. So that's why to me, you can't write this team off. And it's a, I, to me, at least it's a little bit obtuse just to say, well, it's Trubisky and he sucks and he's a fraud. So we can't trust this team whatsoever, even though Danny, your point in general, I, I think is a good one. All right, so Tua Tungavailoa is Jeff's guy. Mitch Trubisky is now officially Ben Wilson's guy for the upcoming season. Mine <laughs> oh, is yeah, still TBD. Yeah. We're still waiting to see who my guy is going to be, but you guys already solidified. So the Trubisky jersey is getting shipped out to Ben Wilson's residence. Oh, man, you guys are picking a fun Please bunch. Do. Hey, speaking oh, of some fun things to at least bet on, fellas, uh, how about some of these NFL awards? This is a great category to get involved with. And, you know, we've talked about narratives a lot as of this point in the show, and I think there's there's two specifically that at least I look toward betting that fit that bill perfectly. And that would be coach of the year and comeback player of the year award. I want to start with coach of the year, Jeff. I had two bets and I'll kind of keep it brief here, but the main one that I loved was Kevin O'Connell. I got him at 20 to one a few months back. I feel like nobody's getting put in a perfect situation or better in, in a better situation than O'Connell right now. I mean, say what you want about Kirk cousins, but now he will finally have a coach that pertains to him offensively you've got Delvin Cook if he's healthy one of the best in the league you've got obviously Jefferson who's a stud Thielen who's a menace in the end zone and Osborne who's emerging into a good receiver a very favorable schedule and the Packers could be taking a decline you get the boost because it's a first year head coach I love O'Connell for this award he's come down a decent amount about 14 to 1 the other guy I took not as confident in this. This was more of the value. I did Frank Reich at 20 to one or 22 to one right around there. And I did it because I feel like they have a great situation with their division. By the end of the season, they'll probably be at the top. And based on the record, his odds will just decrease because of that and be at about 10 to one or better. And maybe I can cash out at some point. But Jeff, that's what I'm thinking for coach of the year. Well, it seems like you and everyone else is on O'Connell in some fashion uh, right now, Danny. Uh, if you're looking at the at these odds, you you basically have to go through this. It's very hard for a guy on a team that is expected to be elite to win this award. So that eliminates Sean McDermott there, twenty five to one. That probably right. eliminates Sean McDermott unless if uh, I don't know Buffalo goes four, uh, 14 and three, 15 and two. It's going to be very hard for a guy like Sean McDermott to win this award. Same goes for Andy Reid. Uh, probably same goes for McVeigh, even though you could argue the Rams have underachieved were an underachiever at a, at times last year in the regular season before obviously getting hot at the right time and winning the Super Bowl. I, I, I I'll be straight here. This is a pretty difficult market for me because the best guy to bet would have been O'Connell, but the value has kind of been sucked out of him at this point. The other one that I would look at, if you're going way down the board real quick. You could make an argument here, and I know this may seem a little bit off the, off the beaten path. You could make a, an argument for Dennis Allen. Now, 
Yep. I understand that people, New Orleans has been a popular pick recently to win the NFC South because of all the, the stuff around Tom Brady right now and a disheveled looking Brady in that one press conference he had after that game in New England, or excuse me, in Indianapolis, I should say. But if New Orleans wins the NFC South and New Orleans' defense is a top five defense in the NFL, which I think is pretty conceivable. Dennis Allen should be the front runner for that award. After losing a Hall of Fame coach in Sean Payton and replacing him and picking up like nothing happened, I think Dennis Allen's your best bet down the board at, at, at thirty to one. I also like Sirianni as well in uh, in Philadelphia. That one you got to shop around uh, twenty to one, probably the best number in Sirianni. But I think Allen, Ben, Dennis Allen's your best bet right now. Thirty to one would be the number I'd look at. Right. And keep in mind too, the last time you, if for any of these guys who are up there, like a Dan Campbell, where you're thinking, okay, maybe a coach takes over just an awful situation and at least gets them to being respectable. Last time a coach won this award with a sub 500 record was Jimmy Johnson in 1990 when the Cowboys go one in 15 to seven and nine. So that is likely not going to happen and to me. You can, you can eliminate a lot of those candidates as well. I just wish Danny would let us know. And he's about to fire on these numbers. Cause he's obviously moving these he's things, moving you know, moving the uh, by, by six, uh, six mar- margin. Yeah, exactly. Cause I know, I mean, Danny, you're not alone. A lot of smart people liking O'Connell and it, yeah, now at the second short shot, there's no way you can bet that. I'm just glad Jeff filibustered long enough. So we don't have to talk about comeback player of the year. Cause last year I had Jeff Prescott, <laughs> Prescott a great number. He was minus too, 2,000 buddy. with four weeks left in the season, and I lost. So, please, no more conversation on uh, comeback player of the year if you're going to be nice to me, Danny, all right? All right, all right, fine, Ben. I was going to transition nicely because of Jameis Winston, but, you know, we'll hold off on it because I'm sulking <laughs> with you. I did have Dak Prescott. We'll come back. We'll talk some NFL MVP, and then we'll pick Ben's brain and see what Ben can make him a little bit happier next year on This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's football season, and betters know that this is when you make the money. Nobody knows football like we do here at VSEN, so now's the time to become a VSEN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro guides. Only VSEN subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up early, and for a discounted $175, you receive both guides and full access to VSIN through the Super Bowl. Or join us for $40 a month and see everything that we have to offer here at VSIN that will help you up your betting game. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe for all your options and become a part of vcin, the sports betting network. To Chicago we go, Danny Burke. Thank you, Mr. Jeff Parles. Like you said, I'm Danny Burke, and the show is vcin's Live Bet Sunday. Also alongside us, Ben Wilson there in Sin City. And fellas, uh, you know, Ben didn't want to talk about comeback player of the year, so we'll, we'll save him on that. But, hey, Ben, we got to talk about NFL MVP. This personally is a market that I have not got involved with, but there's been a guy that I've been contemplating betting on. And, look, I, I realize the value's not the same now. He's in the region of 25 to 1. And I'm talking about Derek Carr. And I know a lot of people have talked about him for this award. You get Devontae Adams. You still have a great group of receivers. The offense should be solid. He should be able to pad his stats enough. The issue is that they may be at the bottom of their division. But maybe, just maybe, if they somehow, despite all the toughness throughout their division, find a way to make the postseason and Derek Carr is able to pad those stats, Ben, do you think it would be way out of reach to think he could win MVP? I, I don't think it's unrealistic at all. I like I you think about too if they're in a position to actually win the division of a division in which and I know Jeff you're pretty high on the Raiders mm-hmm. we think is going to be really really tight across the board and and in a similar facet to what we just talked about with the AFC North where you really can't count out any of those teams. So yeah, I mean yeah if you're look, thinking of Las Vegas to win a division like that certainly at 25 to one he is in the mix and I go back to what we saw last year if you looked at the specific numbers for Carr throwing between the numbers was the best quarterback in the National Football League, at least by if you you know look at the PFF passing grade and have a good amount of conviction and trust in that. He was a bottom 10 quarterback throwing outside the numbers last year. And that is presumably your, you know, your number one or two wideouts where you're targeting. So naturally, you bring in one of the best outside route running receivers we have seen over the past decade. 
that would naturally put me in a good spot to believe, all right, yes, the the optimal outcome for Carr is is likely going to be at a really, really high level. Uh, and you would think, too, you get rid of Alex Leatherwood, wave him. It's all, in, in a sense, you could argue that could be addition by subtraction and a complete whiff for them on the offensive line. The, the Bears get to figure out what to do with uh, with Leatherwood now there, Danny. But in a nutshell, too, like it, the value is there. But there are a, num- a lot of guys like that where – I think there's value, but would I actually bet it? No, because I'd, I'd much rather look at, say, a Raiders all-twin total over, or I'd look at maybe a, you know, a, a make-the-playoffs bet where you're getting still plus money, but you're not relying on so many different things to happen, even if you do have a lot of conviction. Because here's the thing, the Raiders could win that division, but Josh Allen could go nuclear this year. He's your favorite. He could, could put up the big numbers we expect him to, and he still, that award. he still wins that award, and you're left holding a nice little ticket, but one that's still not going to cash. So uh, I get what you're saying. I'd just rather, if, if I had conviction on that side of it, I'd just rather put my money on the Raiders in season wins or, uh, or divisional props or make the playoffs bets. How about you, Jeff? Yeah, you know what? I tend to, I tend to agree with the last thing that Ben said, that if you think Derek Carr is going to win the MVP or at least be in the mix, obviously you could take a ticket on Carr. You can still get 28-1. to 1. Uh, I think that's still pretty fair. But the best bet would be Raiders to make the playoffs. Still a plus number would be the angle that I would look at there if you're going to go with, with that. Eight and a half. I had an eight and a half flat juice, minus 110 earlier in the summer. That's now about minus 120, minus 125, depending on the book out here. So uh, that thing may very well go to nine. So you have to be a little bit cautious there, minus 115 at, uh, at BetMGM right now. But MVP-wise, of course, uh, Danny, I have that Tua ticket that I fully be uh, fully am expecting to be done by week six. So if we're looking at other MVP potentials here, isn't Lamar Jackson at 20 to one kind of just hitting you over the head? Like, how can you not at least take a small piece of that going into a contract year, playing against the last place schedule coming off a year where he was unhealthy, expecting him to get his health back this year. I think Lamar Jackson at 20 to one. And I know I'm not alone on that. And that's a pretty ridiculous number. I would have expected him to be where Dak Prescott is at 14 to one, but at 20 to one, I think Lamar Jackson at this point is the best bet on the board in the MVP markets. Yeah, I, I like where your head's at just based on that value, and we clearly have seen him accomplish this before. The concern with Lamar Jackson to me, and it's not anything against him, and people always criticize him, not a true quarterback. No, he is a legit quarterback, clearly. But I don't know if he has enough depth offensively with his receiving core to really get him there in that capacity. Now you could make the argument, well, Danny, you bet over nine and a half wins. You bet him to win the super bowl. These things are true. And I do think they will get to those points. But again, I just don't know if he'll have enough stats to match up with a guy, say a Russell Wilson, who you could get at about 14 to one, a Josh Allen, a Justin Herbert. So while the record may be great, I don't know if offensively throwing wise, he'll have the numbers to get you there. But based on the value, I hear you. I I don't know what your thoughts here on it, Ben, but I mean, 20 to one, are are you picking up what Jeff's putting down in terms of Lamar Jackson? Look, yeah. I mean, any number you're getting 20 to one or longer when we're this close to the season. And now we have a pretty good idea of the personnel and you, you feel and have a good amount of conviction on the team in general. I don't think you could ever say that it's not worth at least taking a flyer. If, and if, if this is a market that you want to realistically bet, and it's one of those things, too, just now, like with season win totals, where you can bet these every single week. Yes, no, make the playoffs. Numbers are reposted every week. You've got the opportunity to do this as well with MVP. So if you want to get involved, you could make a pretty compelling case that those numbers, you could, let's say, halfway through the season on, on both a Jackson and a car would be cut in half, potentially, especially, too. Like, if you are not a believer in Dallas this season, where you've had a lot of issues now on that offensive line, you have a lot of question marks in the wide receiver room with some of the losses and injuries that they've had. If you're in a position where you think Prescott is a fade at 14 to one, if you're in a position where you think Russell Wilson is a fade at 14 to one, you come into a new system, his numbers analytically. And if you look deeper into his numbers a season ago and the last couple of years have taken a pretty significant dip in Seattle. And you don't expect that, uh, that general meshing of minds to happen right away with a brand new play caller and coach Nathaniel Hackett. All, all of a sudden now you're taking off a couple guys off the board who you think might have their prices double uh, here in the first half of the season. So I think if you're going to do this, you have to be committed to playing the market all season. You can't just throw in the 20 or 25 to one bets and, and then just sit back and relax and say, all right, let's just see how this plays out. You have to be willing to be investing in this market to, to me every couple of weeks and, and constantly being reevaluating with where you're at, which I think is something that gets overlooked a little bit when we talk about awards betting specifically and futures in general, where if you're going to actually invest yourself in a market, 
like you've got to be paying attention every week because the numbers you're going to get favorable numbers on guys like continuously. And I think at the end of the day, you just want a nice portfolio of numbers that are well above market value that give you a shot where you get into the final few weeks of the season and you, you can say, all right, now that I know, or I have a really good idea of who's actually going to be the two or three guys who have a chance to win. Now I can at least surround my portfolio and, and at least lock myself in to make some sort of profit. Realistically speaking, guys, how many, how many players do you think could actually win this award this year? Just relatively speaking, just going into this, because this feels like a deeper field than usual yeah. in the MVP market where usually it's okay. Like you have your top three guys usually about it. It's very rare that someone outside, maybe even the top five, this would be the year. Like Danny, I know you're high on the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals are going to win the NFC West. Guess what? Kyler Murray's going to be in this race the whole way through. And I think sure. Ben makes a very good point of being able to play the market well. Now, you look at your screen if you're watching us at vsin.com. Josh Allen 7-1 is your current favorite. You're probably not, unless if Josh Allen gets hurt, you're probably not seeing Josh Allen longer than 10-1 to 1 in all likelihood. So he's not the guy to look at. The guy to look at for me would be Patrick Mahomes at the top of the board. Because Kansas City's schedule, Kansas City legitimately plays 14 to 17 games against teams that were over 500 last year. So it, it is just an absolute gauntlet that they're running where they could get off to a tough start. We've talked about how difficult their schedule is this year. Uh, that Mahomes could dip to 18 to 1, 16 to 1, and then you buy the dip. You just have to be on it, and you have to pinpoint really probably two, three guys to do it with. I wouldn't do it more than two, three guys because then you just have too wide mm -hmm. of a portfolio, and then all of a sudden, maybe that great number, let's say Lamar Jackson is the guy who ends up winning it at 20 to 1, and all of a sudden, if you have too many tickets in your account, you cut that to 10 to 1. You don't necessarily want to be doing that. Hey, Ben, I got to ask you something before we hit a break here, because Jeff's already invested, right? I, I got a <laughs> proposition for you. Would you would you rather take Jameis Winston at 66 to one, or would you rather go with Jeff's bet with Tua Tungavailoa at 60 to one for MVP? Uh, okay, that's easy. It, it would be Jameis. There's no I way that. I'm putting money on Tua Tungavailoa <laughs> in, 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 in any other category, uh, <laughs> regardless. So, no, I actually do uh, buy Jameis. And, I mean, I'll, look, I don't want to uh, throw uh, you know, throw cold water on your uh, – you, I know you wanted to get into your thoughts on Jameis for comeback player of the year. I'm, I generally find myself uh, pretty high in this, uh, this overall Saints team, even with the new head coach and Dennis Allen, who was a disaster in, in Oakland uh, you know, all those years ago. But I would certainly take Jameis. That's an easy call for me, and it's not uh, – not particularly close if you assume full health, which we assume he is back to right now. Well, there you have it. All right, folks, quick break here on VEASAN's Live Bet Sunday. Coming back, let's talk a little bit about some other betting opportunities with some teasers here on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side -side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credit like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can convert your BetMGM points into MGM rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. So sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older to place a wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Chi-Town. Danny Burke, what do we got? Hey, thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it as always. And you know what? We also appreciated last segment here on VEASAN's Live Bet Sunday. Jeff, per usual, you're dishing out great advice. And I wanted to bring that back because in all seriousness, it is really important to note this. And we were all talking about NFL MVP. And look, we're a week away from the start of the regular season. And not just with MVP in the futures market, but all sorts of different bets. At this point, the lines have really marinated out in a lot of situations you're not getting the best number. So there is some hesitancy that should be implemented in your betting philosophy, but that doesn't mean that the opportunities are just lost, that they're not being able to bet again for the whole season, right, Jeff? I mean, as you were kind of getting into, if you look at the schedule, if you look at the matchups, you can recognize that there are some possibilities to still get back to those good numbers. It's all about picking and choosing and paying attention and realizing where the value is when it's present to you. Well, this is every single market at this point, Danny. It's not yeah. just MVP. It's AFC championship futures. It's Super Bowl futures. I mean, we saw last year. I mean, again, last year's a little bit different with the Bengals. The Bengals came out of left field. Their numbers were pretty big all the all year. But you could have peaked it correctly with the Rams to win the Super Bowl and to win the NFC. I mean, remember after that game in Lambeau where Stafford was dealing with the thumb injury and things look really bad for the Rams? You could have picked off good numbers there to win the NFC, to win the Super Bowl. So, yeah, there, there are plenty of times you look at upcoming schedules where schedules get softer after slow starts. Uh, for Kansas City this year, where the Chiefs <laughs> had the hardest eight-game stretch of anyone to open a season, they get through it uh, oh, four and four even. Don't be afraid to bet an AFC future on Kansas City. So, they, look, there are plenty of times to hop in on the market properly, Ben, as we know. Timing the market is is a, at least a part of the game here when betting futures. And well, you, you talk about last year. I mean, go back to 2020, Tampa, after yeah. they got bludgeoned the second time by New Orleans, and you could have had them into the double-digit range, and they were, I mean, they were a near double-digit team, at least on the odds board, even to come out of the NFC a season ago. Even 2019, when Kansas City was a juggernaut all year, there was still, I remember, Jeff, you got in on this, there was a, a mid-season couple-game swoon for them and had some injury issues as well where even their number dipped, even though they were a prohibitive favorite all year, they were still in the seven, seven and a half to one range when they had been sub five to one, a good chunk of that. So these markets are also the tightest. You talk about how this applies to every single sport in betting, but in the NFL, when these markets have been bet into at much higher limits all off season, and you have a market that is shaped incredibly tightly right now, uh, you, you don't want to necessarily as a better, even if you bet other sports and you, you are able to always get good value. I would say like, don't be dissuaded or, or discouraged just because You've seen numbers move on you that were bet into by really smart handicappers back in May and early June, just because you've wanted to wait, see how these teams take shape until now. 
and use that to your advantage going forward where you have a baseline uh, you know, theology on some of these teams, whether that is to the good or to the bad, and you see where the market goes and you can either go against that and get better numbers or uh, if you want to follow that, it's also an option that you have in front of you. So it's one of those things just to have that general mindset going into a season helps. I, at least I believe, and I find it my own personal experience, it helps you avoid getting overwhelmed by these numbers that are constantly moving every which way. Great advice, gentlemen. That's your VEASAN Pro Tip. We're doing one every hour for every single show. For more VEASAN Pro Tips, make sure you check it out at VSIN.com. All right, guys, I, I want to move ahead and look forward to NFL Week 1. As we were ending last segment, I was talking about teasers, and there's not the deepest amount of teaser opportunities in Week 1, but I, I wanted to see if you guys had any catching your attention early on. Now, for anybody who doesn't know, a teaser bet is a bet that allows you to alter the line by either six, six and a half or seven points. Some books let you do it by 10 points, but a standard teaser would be six. And the idea here is you want to cross the key numbers of seven and three. So typically a home favorite of about seven up to eight and a half or a short homer road dog catching plus one and a half up to plus two and a half. You tease them up or down by six. You cross the key numbers of three and seven puts you in a good position. You need two teams and they both need to win in order for your bet to win. But guys, right off the bat, Thursday night, you have a prime teaser option with the bills and the Rams. The Rams at home, a two and a half point dog. Would any of you be interested? Jeff, I'll start with you. Would you be interested in teasing up this Rams team to plus eight and a half? And if so, who would be another team you would considerably pair them with? So let's, we, we got to see what Matthew Stafford's elbow is. That's what it comes down to. We don't know. That's why this is two and a half. This was a pick the whole summer for the most part. And then Stafford's uh, McVay goes, uh, goes incognito basically on Stafford's elbow. And, and now we see the two and a half and that's pretty much where it's been the last few weeks in theory. Yes. This is your perfect classic Stanford long leg of a, of a home team in that, in that nice uh, one and a half to two and a half point range, getting him through the three, the six and the seven up to eight and a half. Uh, even though eights are becoming a little more key in the NFL because of uh, uh, of the PAT uh, uh, weirdness with the longer point after try now of 34 yards, but they are they are in consideration for me, Danny. But the the leg that I think everyone will have in some fashion, and if you don't if you haven't already had it, you're going to probably have to get it before game day, and that's the Minnesota Vikings. Who whether you yeah. whether they get you're teasing them up from two to eight. Or one and a half to seven and a half, Minnesota at home in a divisional game against Green Bay. A game that, let's face it, guys, if things are going to be different in the NFC North this year, forget the eight minute with a teaser. Minnesota is going to probably have to win this game against the Packers if things are going to be different in the NFC North this year. So I, I look, I think if you're you're looking at classic Stanford Long, the Minnesota Vikings are going to be in every single teaser. Of, of sharp betters this upcoming week. So Minnesota is the easy dance partner for me. And then the other one I would consider would be Dallas on Sunday night. I know the Tyron Smith injury going up against that defense with a, with a uh, injured offensive line and a backup left tackle is scary. If you're backing Dallas, but Dallas played Tampa really tight. Probably should have won that game opening night last year, Ben in Tampa Brady. I, I, I'm not fully convinced Brady's mind is in the right spot right now. Uh, you don't know what what's going on behind Mike Evans at receiver injury uh, with receiver injuries as well with Gage uh, currently injured and probably no mm -hmm. Godwin week one. Uh, Dallas would be the second one right now. I think I like that a little bit more than putting the Rams in a teaser, guys. Yeah, I, I'm Danny. I'm not touching that Rams Bills game, even even though I would not imagine like Buffalo going in and just uh, completely whitewashing uh, the Rams in a spot like that. Especially too, if if you're going to wait on that. If, if there is a compromised Stafford or if, God forbid he doesn't even play, that number is going to uh, go way, way up. And obviously you wouldn't want uh, to be a part of that at all. I, I can't argue against what Jeff was saying either, at least on that Green Bay, Minnesota game, a game that while I'm a, I'd have to, I'd honestly be a little worried if I were a Vikings fan with how much love, I mean, everybody is, is completely in love. I know you have got the great O'Connell coach of the year numbers, Danny, but haven't heard a single negative thing come out of that place all summer. So I'd be a little bit concerned if I was Minnesota, but with the game itself, if you're talking teaser leg specifically, that game figures to be a tight divisional matchup. The, the one, my, probably my favorite leg of week one is going, I'll go back to it. I'm going to, you're, you're going to laugh at me again, guys, but I'm going to go with baby. Cleveland a week one where you've, you've got, <laughs> such, go. you have such a good matchup in every single positional group, except quarterback. 
Yet, it seems like all anybody really cares about is the quarterback advantage that Carolina has. A guy who, by the way, is making his debut for a new team. He just joined uh, a little over a month ago with a brand-new offensive coordinator uh, calling the play. So uh, this is the perfect spot for me where you're getting Cleveland. There are now some two-and-a-halves out there. You're getting Cleveland up through the three and the seven on the road, a team that is I still power eight, even if you factor in the quarterback disadvantage, still power eight them to be better than Carolina on a neutral field. We know that home field advantage is not worth three anymore. So this is essentially being priced as like a pick em on a neutral, uh, if not maybe slightly Carolina minus about a half on a neutral, which I just disagree with. And, and this is one of those classic week one games where with the market not fully solidified into place yet, uh, you've got a lot of narratives driving these numbers. So Cleveland is probably the one that I will be, uh, be throwing in trying to anchor uh, my teaser strategy there week one on. Now, this isn't a historically successful spot when you're doing a road favorite of seven. But, Jeff, if you're teasing down Baltimore from seven to one against your Jets, what's your response to that? I got to tell you, Danny, these big road favorites scare me week one, even just to win games out right now. Now, Joe Flacco against Baltimore, yes. In theory, that should be as close to a lock as locks are. But tread carefully with all these road favorites, Baltimore, Indy, San Francisco, tread carefully in week one. Well, hey, speaking of Indy, let's talk about the Colts and the remainder of the AFC South. Quick break here. We'll be back with plenty more NFL betting here on Beeson's Live Bet Sunday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.